Hello, beautiful people. <laughs> God, I'm so excited. It's been, uh, let's say, a month. I remember I recorded an episode like um, a day to I traveled. Anyways, hello, people, and yet welcome to another episode of Liar Unscripted. Oh, God. Yes, I've been creating awareness for this episode because i believe that um this episode might just need to have a part b because there is just so much to say i left you all with the last episode of my anxiety and how my color plate ripped my heart knowing that i was going to plateau state um especially when in my head i was just going to abuja anyways I owe it to you guys to give you a rundown of how camp had been and um, everything actually or not so everything (laughs) yeah so I remember that I filmed my moment you know right after I recorded the last episode I, I just settled somewhere in my heart that okay whatever happens we're going to the plateau well this would not be funny to you guys but then i'm sure anyone who um served in batch extreme one in mango plateau states will be familiar with the phrase on the plateau and if you want to make it a little <laughs> a little more itches on the plateau anyways uh at the airport yeah guys so yeah you know that I don't know if I said it in the last episode, but then my friend who served last year told me that I should pack enough more fuel. Um, contrary to what I've been hearing, that they are not going to they are going to search your bag, are not going to allow you. I've been not going to allow you getting more tea, you know, they'll just trash your clothes. So like I just had one morale, especially following the fact that I do not want to go back to Lagos at all for the entire year. So I packed like reasonable amount of mufti and you know i had a really big bag so like my mom was already teasing me on the way to the airport that my load was too big and i'm going to pay for overload because i think i was entitled to 20 kg i think per person or something so i got to the airport and you know it was already busy people were already um doing stuff so like i just um i saw yes i met my first friend on the line to max air that's piola so i saw his bag and i just whispered to my mom i think this guy is a copal see his bag because he had this really tiny bag <laughs> and in my head i'm like hey god i think my bag was the biggest on the line as at that time because really it was really big anyways i got to the front my mom was still in the background watching and then they put my bag on the scale and my bag weighed 28 kg ah! i was just staring at the guy like this i was like oh please move over there to clear your bags blah 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 i had to pay like five thousand naira extra to get my bags cleared i'm serious i was so pained because my mommy didn't give me that money i had to take it from my cash at hand and it was really sad anyways i got to the to the um we checked in got to the waiting room before we boarded and then i met another friend 
meanwhile i and biola were already talking knowing that we're going to the same place and then another friend joined us his name is victor <laughs> i'm sure they'll listen to this episode so yeah we just vibed at the airport already you know we took pictures meanwhile i was texting someone already before camp yeah so i also linked up with him that's angela hi angela <laughs> so although angela was not sitting close to us yes i already had friends like before camp i was i remember i was texting favor angela and ayo ayo eventually became my bedmate yes not bunkmate bedmate because our beds were like joined together and we shared a mosquito net so i always call her my bed bits anyways i met up with these people at the airport and you know little by little i was already getting okay because none of us at the airport actually wanted to go to the flat too we wanted to be somewhere else so everybody had the general feeling of Ehh. yeah so um we got to okay the flight wasn't a direct one it was it was um a transit flight where we had to stop over at abuja first and then to joss so we got to abuja and the flight was delayed for like 30 to something minutes and you know we just went ahead to abuja a bit to joss and from abuja to joss the flight from lagos to abuja was you know quite lengthy like one hour but then from abuja to joss was I remember that I wanted to sleep like I wanted to actually take the time on the plane to sleep and before I knew it the pilot was already communicating that we are ready to land I'm like what really is 25 minutes by air from Abuja to Joss so we got to Joss you know I've been hearing it's really cold these days I remember that when we dropped at the airport I wasn't really cold. I was like, is this the over I've done hype kini? I beg Jerry. <laughs> so we went into the airport to like get our bags. Yeah, I'm sure you people are not expecting me to like yeah, this is what this episode is about. To run you through all my camp experience. So I'm sure you're not going to be bored. <laughs> Anyways, we got into the airport, got our bags and um myself biola victor then we linked up with one other person and we took a cab to mangu flat two states <laughs> i when we arrived i think we we're one of the first set of people to arrive because i remember that i was the first person that they attended to like do you the the security at the gate you know my sister has told me a lot about how camp soldiers can be so they were really friendly to me at the gate they were like hi welcome how are you how's your journey and i'm like okay so she asked me to open my box like then i still had my lock and my box was big <laughs> guy the, sh- the struggle to drag and the floor was not leveled so dragging my box was was a chore you can imagine so i just dropped it i was about to open it and she was like wait just tell me do you have anything there any sharp object i said no she said are you sure i said yes and she was like oh yeah i'll go <laughs> I was so happy i just carried my bag because i thought when i opened it she'll say why did you bring this mufti why did you bring um on the naval send what they are out to check was who has a gun or probably drugs or whatever it is they are looking for and i know so well that i didn't have any of that 
I didn't even take a fork deliberately because I've heard that it won't be allowed. Anyways, I was already getting all pumped and excited. And then the next phase I got to, I presented my documents. I don't know who that man is, but it was really, really nice to me. It's like, sit down. I know you're stressed. Your bag is quite big, you know. We laughed and then he just told me, so please go over there and have your COVID test. Jesus. <laughs> my heart ripped again. I'm like, what i was like oh i have my covid card here with me like i've been vaccinated they said oh no 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 everybody has to be tested even we have done ours hey and i looked into that direction i saw some people sitting you know i just dropped my bag and i was walking like one step at a time to the covid test spot and then i got there i looked at the medical personnel that was conducting the test and looked at me somebody did before me and you know he was struggling with the person saying just calm down just calm down and i knew like oh this is what is going to make liar popular on camp you know but the good thing about my my stuff was that like i said i was the first person so a lot of people were not yet settled already do you get so they didn't pay attention to me because i felt like in my head that the way i would scream and behave people are just going to film me and i'm going to trend on camp so it was my turn i looked at this man and i told him i'm scared please like i don't like needles or anything that will make me uncomfortable and i asked him is it painful he said don't worry don't be scared it's not painful it's just a little uncomfortable so i sat on the chair and then he he told me he said just hold your breath and i guess that was my saving grace because immediately he said that I just seized my breath he passed the pin through my nose and even as I was holding my breath it got to a point I could feel it almost hitting my brain and then he brought it out and tears just ran down my eyes like I feel like people that have taken it to understand it wasn't tears of pain no, but it was really distressing I kept snuffing my nose and blowing and you know I didn't get myself for like next two days honestly my nose was itching and it felt so much that something unusual was there anyways I finished the COVID test and waited for my results and then I was directed to the hostel now this part is significant because again I will not just mention the camp my sister went to in case one NYC official will be listening to this. I'm spoiling their camp. <laughs> my sister told me that our camp was like real bad. Like the toilets were unusable. You know, everything. And I was actually scared about the whole hostel facility and everything. So when we're told to go into the hostel to pick a bed space, I was just like crossing my fingers and for real guys I got into Mango Female Hostel and I was wild. Yes, actually, like it was it was nice. Yes, I mean like we had um pillows, we had cupboards, like yes, for each bedside there's a cupboard like up and down where you can share with your bunkmate if you had one and i was like what really so yeah 
I met some people in the hostel. I, I guess some people had come the day before, but then I went to a, a different hall, like where the ones that opened our own hall. I was the first set of people. So I and Ayo, who eventually became my bedmate, just linked up and were like, oh, we just saw a bed that was close to a socket. And you know, I felt like a queen. Like I'm just going to plug my phone and be chilling and chatting. I know we just picked the bed space, arranged everything. I went to check out the toilet. Ah, my God, it was good though. <laughs> it was washed. The bathrooms, everything was just pam pam. I'm like, okay, okay. The flat too is not that bad. The flat too is good. <laughs> so yeah, I got a very nice bed space. And you know, it was really nice. So I, I remember that I completed most of my registration that same day. Like it was really fast for me being one. Of, my my number was fifty eight. So like I just quickly did everything. But Book of Life was the last thing I did for that day, and um, I was exhausted. I knew like I did the whole registration thing till like late in the night, and I just wanted to sleep. So I remember that when I got into the hostel the um official at the book of life please called me oh you guys don't know what book of life is yeah so book of life is like a document in your registration process where you write your name i think that's the last point you write your name and stuff in that book so the lady called me i was like hello toby come down to the hall now you wrote your name in another person's number hey i'm like <laughs> just the one in camp with any problem holy ghost help you so i just doubled up and i went to the hall she was like why did you write your name um and i I wanted to argue because i was so sure i wrote my name in my number slot then she opened it and i saw that i wrote in 57 instead of 58 and she had used tipex to wipe everything i just gave her puppy dog face and she was like you're lucky that you are not don't do it's just that this is yeah just call me that's how i'll forgive you so i wrote that again yes i remember that when i was going to um write my name in the book of life i saw some people already in white and white already changed and at the parade and i was wondering like what's going on in my head i felt like oh they're just going to allow we that we first came sleep and chill till the others that will come on Sunday, they're about till everybody's ready and was sweat in before we now start major camp activities. So I was really excited that I came in first and happy. Oh um, anyways, that was how that day went. I slept you know feeling fulfilled that yes i've arrived camp i got a good bed space yes the sad news was that all the sockets in the hostel were disconnected for reasons best known to the officials man so all my hustle to get a bed space close to the socket was fruitful because they weren't working ah fast forward to the next morning life hits me so i just heard this um trumpet sound or whatever big o and it was loud next thing i saw female soldiers get up get up and i'm like hey what's happening i think i had woken up earlier because they told us that we'll be on the parade ground is it i can't really remember what it was 
yes i think for morning meditation i think we did morning meditation the next day so i got dressed up yes i didn't wear ah did i wear cardigan oh 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 i think so i think i wore a cardigan because i was prepared but i didn't have a pop socks i just wore a cardigan under i didn't have a glove so we came out of the hostel and oh more these soldiers would double up double up you are doubting me i said double up dear i'm like kilo shele gongo and by double up it means that you cannot be walking so you have to like start jogging intensely or walking very fast you can't even walk you have to start jogging or running and the distance from the hostel to the parade ground is like quite quite lengthy i mean so i i was already struggling with catching my breath and you know it was annoying and then we got to the parade ground and guys just greeted me i beat the plateau mango greeted me with cold like cold that was hitting the brain i'm like jesus christ what is going on bear in mind that on this day like i got to camp on wednesday on thursday the number of people on camp were not yet up to 100 i think so were very few and the parade ground is very large so breeze was touching everywhere the cold was banging left right scatter and i'm like god i'm going to die in this place <laughs> honestly because it, i cannot even describe the kind of cold i'm talking about yeah i've been abroad before and yeah it's quite cold but then it's like i don't even know how to compare i think the cold at mango is just as bad because i went to the uk for summer so it wasn't extremely cold then the summer period but the cold in uh, mango at that point was just as good if not worse as the cold during summer abroad then so it was really cold next thing they said they welcome us they started teaching us um nyc and them you know we're like the lab rats where the scapegoat she even said it the PRO officer she said it that um were the ones that they will teach everything so that when other people come they'll just learn through us and i'm like ha why did i come to this camp early <laughs> so immediately after the morning meditation they broke us up into our platoons and um drilling started in my platoon as of that morning we were just four like four girls so i remember like my officer officer Salah, Sal, officer salman he was so disappointed and demoralized he was like hey just four girls <laughs> And you know, we started doing morning exercise to like take away the cold, but the cold was not going. No matter the jogging, no matter the rubbing, no matter everything we did, it wasn't just working. So we started the drill, we was doing left, left, right. We were doing it. Like I felt bad for him because there were other platoons that looked like it already. Like they had a reasonable number and um, they had guys. So whenever my, my platoon looked like the, the last thing to pick up as at that point. So it was calling the commands and you know, I just said, well, Lyos, you just encourage this man 
be doing it well as he's calling it. So as he was saying left, I was banging that leg. Left. <laughs> God. I think there was a point he called me out to command. Mokparivo. Tension. I feel like everybody was looking at me in my head. I'm like, yes, you know, liars around. <laughs> Little did I know that. Moishirami. <laughs> Anyways, um, Asha saw that one particular officer was going around and picking people out their their platoons from their drills. So as I was doing my own thing now, remember I wanted to just encourage my officer because I felt like it was too early for him to be downcasted. So my legs were higher than everybody's own. My my shouting was confirmed. And you know, all of that. That's how this officer just said, You come out. And I'm like, hey, I've entered. So I came out, I met with the other people he has recorded. I asked them what's happening, like why did he call us out they're not like ah she be is you that you are overall best <laughs> now you sabi match pass now now you so well done i just knew like hey is it not over for me like this because i felt like ah we're now going to be like the flag bearers or the major machi machi people and i had no intentions to do that so when he was done scouting, he just came to meet us and was like, okay, we're going to be members of the Kota Guard. And I'm like, Kilongkweni Kota Guard, what's that? <laughs> so when he explained it all, it was actually an honor to be part of these people. Because um, whenever any um, major personnel stepped into camp, we were the ones that would first greet the personnel like, the governor, the DG, whoever it is, there's, there's a series of commands and salutations that we give, and then that's it. We don't end up, we don't end up marching anymore. So it was really, really like what I was running away from. I found it. Although we did rehearsals for Kotagado, but I wasn't marching like all the left, right, turn around, about turn and all of that i even forgot to mention like i got punished in day one like day one <laughs> you can imagine so yeah in camp they have this saying that uh all for one one for all so if one person does one thing it's over for the rest of the people so i remember that in that morning in the cold i think we were making side comments when they were teaching the um um nyc and them or something she just said all of you on that side go down i'm like what what's go down and you know we just took this squatting position and then we went down and we stayed there for like what looked like an hour my knee was shaking it was cold i, I was so pissed like i was so pissed i knew like this one it was it was it was like what is this the just the one i'm already being punished <laughs> so eventually when i got picked off from um to be a member of Guard, i was really happy like my matching all those things i'm just going to strictly be in Guard. uh oh this episode is already getting long i think i'll wrap it up at 25 minutes 
and then just record another one with the part two of my experience on camp so far so good i hope you're having a nice listen to think that i've spent 25 minutes just narrating day one or day two (laughs) and yet so much i mean so much happened but then i'm just going to close it up with camp food and um the story of the annoying hostel girl so yeah i was i took kula to camp hoping that i'm going to get camp food i think the first day what did they serve beans and pap and i got to the kitchen and saw the texture of the beans and i knew like nah nah fam <laughs> i'm going to punch my life out although i had the pap and it was it was watery like really almost like water so i had to like put a lot of milk because i really like pap and um akara so i had to put a lot of milk i went to buy akara at mommy yay mommy okay we'll get to that i want to wrap this episode up with this story so yeah i think like two days into camp people were still arriving so there was this particular girl that came in on this particular day like two days after after like i got to camp so it was the next morning and it was in the morning and the soldiers came to like wake us up like everybody get up get up and you know normal once we start hearing their voice and the big sound we all just start running you know if you are just coming out of the bedroom you do quickly and all of that so there was this particular girl she didn't move an inch she was on her bed and um, the soldier noticed that and she walked up to her my friend, I didn't follow you talk. Stand up. This girl didn't move an inch. I know this because I was still hanging around my bed doing one thing or the other and I was looking. You know, she started calling attention because it almost felt like she was dead or not moving or something. And we're like, I ah, was happening. You're like, stand up, stand up. Our friends were like, oh, she's tired. She just came. Like, at least you would say something like, or oh, make, she just closed her eyes there on her bed didn't shake like at this point the soldier was tapping her bed aggressively and asking her to get up this girl didn't say anything it was already becoming an issue like all the girls had gathered ah, what's happening and we were so sure that she wasn't dead obviously she wasn't sleeping so what kind of acting skill is this that you just go mute and regardless they were shaking her get up she didn't move an inch even myself i was pissed like ah before you know it before you know it like 10 female soldiers were in the hostel already surrounded by in at her bed and they were screaming like get up you didn't say you shake any cock any coin you didn't say if you run do this thing for us i go show you today even if you know well you go talk you go go clinic no be here you go ah i'm like hey while at today meanwhile they pursued the rest of us out of the hostel I almost got to the gate when I realized I left my face marks and um, on camp it's an offense to go out without your face marks. So I ran back to the hostel and I met them dragging her feet off the bed like they were literally dragging her and this girl didn't still move till I left that place. (laughs) It was funny and annoying at the same time because I felt like ah. What kind of yamayama is this? We that have been on camp since Tatishe, some drills. We know do reach this one. Oh, this episode is so long. 
anyways i hope you've had a good listen about my early days in camp trust me you've not even had the peak of my camp experience i'm just going to hit the stop button on this episode and let you have a good listen be expectant for the second part of the of the recording shortly thank you have a nice day ahead it's your baby girl liar